Good evening, Let's Talk Sports fans. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Sports Desk. Joining me is my two co-hosts, Edward and Trace. Hi, Hello. Ed. Hi, Hello, Trace. Edward. Trace. Hi, Billy. How are we doing tonight? Not well, bad. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, I got some news. I, I know we've got uh, a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to uh, – well, I thought we'd first start off about this uh, – this, lingering uh quarterback issue for the Steelers that we uh you know it's it's I don't know I I hope that it uh we get an answer here soon so you know the suspense is just killing me here on this but uh uh we're gonna get into some penguins uh we got a lot to talk about there want to talk Yager uh get into a little pirates and then close it out with uh with pit basketball you know just a crushing lost the wake force i mean geez um but we'll see we'll see uh we'll see what they can do here but yeah getting into first and foremost getting into this uh quarterback controversy you know guys we're having a lot of names thrown in here i mean geez oh man i mean it's just like i you know i was listening to uh, i was actually listening to the fan today and they were just going on about well, what about this guy what about this guy what about this guy what about this guy i mean you know, like I, I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, we don't, we really don't know. They haven't really telegraphed what they're gonna do yet. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's like a uh, up and down, up and down. We're we're not gonna, you know, you know. What do you guys? What's your take? What's you guys take on it? But either way, we didn't. We weren't happy with the quarterback play. We talked about that a lot here. I I haven't closed the book on Pickett yet. That doesn't mean he's going to be our starter next year. And hands down, just doesn't get handed it to him, right? So there's a lot of guys, like you said, Bill, that they're floating out there that we've even talked about. I, I would say if I had to rank, there's three that I wouldn't mind, right? You got Kurt Cousins. I think he'd come in and make an immediate impact. I think Tannehill, with his history of the offensive coordinator, would make an also make an impact. But then I, you know, I'm softening my position on Fields. Like I, I wasn't in favor of Justin Fields, but as I, I went and watched his highlights and everything else, because everybody else was talking about him so much, I wouldn't be against him coming. But he'd probably be my, my number three. But that would mean adjusting the offense to the RPOs, like Ed talked about, they'd have to do and whatnot. What do you think, Eddie? Well, I, I think there's there's a lot going on. First of all. Uh, I wonder where Kenny Pickett's headspace is right now, right? Yeah. Because every quarterback that's been free has been mocked to the Steelers. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. That's Justin Fields. That's Kirk Cousins. That's Russell Wilson. All have been, in every site you read, best fit Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? Then you have Mike Tomlin coming out and saying that starting in the offseason, Kenny Pickett is quarterback one, period. Right. That was what the head coach said. So. You have all that stuff going on. And I think it's not so much of changing the offense because you're doing it anyway, right? Yeah. So to add those elements in there for a more mobile quarterback like a Justin Fields, it's not a big deal because you have to, you're relearning the whole thing anyway. The whole right. team's relearning it. Tannehill is the cheapest. He, he's not going to cost yeah. you that much money. Cousins is way too expensive for the yeah. cheap Steelers. They're, they're never going to pay for that. And I think Fields is, is going to be draft capital, which I don't know that they want to give up. They only have seven picks. So if you look at all the way what has happened in the past, this next week is going to be crucial, right? It's the combine. So that's when all 
the GMs and all the wheelers and dealers are in Indianapolis. And that's usually where all the deals get made. So I've, I've heard rumors that Chicago wants it done by the time the combine's over. And yeah. they're just going to ask for the best offer from every team. And then I heard other things. So right. and they, you have to also factor in Justin Fields. Yeah. He just made a comment now. He's, he's sick and tired of it. Just wants it to be over with. Tired of reading his name right. everywhere. Well, just wants it to be over. I heard as of March 5th, they want the cousin, uh, the Vikings want the Cousins uh, thing to be sorted out as well. Right, which I makes heard. sense because the new year opens the following week. Right. So you have all that going on. So as far as changing offense, I don't think that's a big deal. It just depends on what kind of player the Steelers want. It really does. Right. You know? Well, here's here's how I see it, guys. Uh, first of all, Cousins is way too much money. Plus, he's coming off that Achilles injury, and I don't know if I really want to. You know, he's 36. for the money. Yeah, for being 36 years old, you know, I, for the money to me, I think that's uh, that's out of the question. Tannehill, yeah, he knows Arthur Smith's system. We've same age, just won't cost as much. Right, just he's he's the cheap. You know, he would be the cheapest route for them. Another guy I thought, Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he uh, he was good with the Browns a few years back. Um, He's under contract, know. though, Billy. I don't believe he is under contract. He no, is. He signed not. a two-year, $12 million deal or $24 million deal with the Washington team. Okay. Was that so just that, that is, that, that That's a team that, that they could trade him, especially yeah. if, if they take a quarterback at two, they'll trade him because they have a quality backup in Sam Howell. Yeah. So. Um. I tell you what, you know, people say I, Gardner Minshew. I mean, another name being floated. Yeah, you know, he's sporadic and wild at times. But when I look at him, you know, he's in his career, he's thrown fifty nine touchdowns to twenty four interceptions with the Jaguars. He threw thirty seven TDs and eleven interceptions. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the guy, uh, you know, I mean, it's also interesting to me that the entire national media now has honed in on the Steelers as one of the teams that need, you know, that's in quarterback purgatory per se. Right. right? So if they all can see the fact that what every other people can see, except for the head shed at the, at the, at the organization over there on South side, right. Because yeah. everyone else can see it except for the South side who has him dubbed as QB one. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious, are they going to be able to admit defeat or are they right. going to keep going pig headed into it? I, I don't know if they go pig headed into it. That's just, just more time they're losing. Yeah, and I agree with you. Fields is, is going to, you know, he's he is draft capital for sure. Um, I, I don't know. Hey, you know, if they could work a deal somehow with Dallas, with Trey Lance, or even New England getting Mac Jones. I mean, I, yeah. I you know, Sam Darnold would be another guy too. Um, yeah. you know, what about Zach could, Wilson? Jets want to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, Garoppolo's been thrown out. He's had too many injuries, and I just, I don't. I, I he don't, has a two-game suspension too. Yeah. But all he does is all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mariota, he's another one that's, I think, has just kind of been, you know, inaccurate and just there's been a lot of, I don't know. He's not going to leave Philly, though. Yeah. Um, I they heard, I heard Drew Locke. He's another one. I don't, he, to me, is. Uh, she have all the quarterbacks coming in. I mean, there are right. so many quarterbacks. It's. It's really silly at this point. They even said about Flacco. They said, you know, how about a one-year deal? You know, he, he had a bad playoff game, but, hey, I mean, he threw – in five games this year, he threw t- 13 touchdowns. It's taken Kenny Pickett 24 games to do that. So well, he's, got, he's got 16, but, yeah, 24 games, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's got 4,200 yards. Kenny Pickett does in 24 games. Right. Yeah, I'm just curious whether or not the head shed, the Steelers brass over there on the south side have – 
are going to admit defeat. I mean, you hear it even Peter King. Everybody would be – everybody. Peter King said he'd be shocked if there's not another quarterback starting for Pittsburgh next year. John says Garoppolo should get a good five or six games in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should. That's yeah, it'll go four and two in those games. The guy just wins, yeah. though. You know? Uh, you know, I even heard Dobbs. You know, I think – I don't – I wouldn't go – Dobbs, you know, he, he looked – Semi-decent this year, but he kind of got exposed there in Minnesota after a couple games, I thought. Sure. So but I would still go with Dobbs. I would trust Dobbs with trying to run at least once. Yeah. My whole thing, guys, at this point in time, you know, I, I've spoke my piece for many weeks now about Kenny Pickett, how, you know, I, I really don't think that he's the the answer. I mean, I uh, – uh, Here's the other thing you have to remember. They don't need one quarterback. They need at least three at least, more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Right. They have one minimum on the, two, one right? Rudolph. Exactly. You, got, you got to have the one on the the, the rides the bench. You got to have the other one who's wears the hat backwards. Then you got two dressed. And you got one on the one on the uh, scout team. You got to have at least four quarterbacks that can play in the NFL. That was when I said bench. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, Eddie. At least minimum two, but you need another that that third one for the camp. You know, you need an arm to sling the ball around in camp. Well, they well, have one now, so they need at least three. Right, and I, and I, you know, and I'll tell you what, yeah, you know, three. I, Rudolph's not stick sticking around. I mean, he's, I, I believe he's going to be gone, and 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 you can't really fault the guy for it either, you know. Well, he's got a fresh start, and I couldn't agree. If he goes to another uh, team, I don't know that he'll actually ever get a fresh start with what happened here with the controversy stuff, but it might be all right for him because I think he's coming into his own. I don't think he's doing really bad. You know, I think if he had a little bit more support, he'd have done all right in the playoffs. Sorry. Ed. Plenty of contenders. Plenty of contenders are looking for a quality backup. I mean, think about it. He can go down to Houston and back up Stroud. He can Stroud, go out to yeah. LA and back up Stafford. He can go, you know, many of places go down to Miami back. I mean, there's so many places where he can go. Right. No, there is. I mean, he could go there. I mean, I think he, he definitely showcased uh, his talents in those games for sure. His ability, you know? sure. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, we'll see what happens there. I, I don't know, but I don't see him sticking around. I really don't. Um, but uh, you know, here's the reality of the situation. What do you do? Do you do you just go with Pickett and get yourself a random marginal backup? Do you try to improve by getting somebody better than Pickett? Uh, you know, what do you do? I mean, it, 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 the I, I don't think you settle. You don't settle, right? So the last time I remember us, like, settling was, like, Bobby Brister, right? Because I was just watching uh, highlights from the uh, late 80s, early 90s stuff. And uh, that was just settling. I, I don't think we should just settle. <laughs> right. Well, you didn't well, really I, settle. You drafted quarterbacks like a Mark Malone. You drafted quarterbacks that you thought could play. It just didn't pan out. You know, my whole thing right. is you got to, at the right. very least, you, you got to yes. have a. Good. My man. whole yes. thing is at the very least, you got to have a legitimate yes, plan B. And if, if Pickett doesn't work out, you know, that means you got to, you know, you got to have a legitimate plan B. Here's the, here's the other thing. You know, the defense is old too, man. Don't forget that. Uh, I'm just so is Pickett, that. right? You just stole my thunder. Old Pickett this year. I stole it. Stole it you from stole, him. I, I said, you know, here's the deal. You know, if it doesn't work out once again for Pickett, you squander another year with this aging defense. You, you Billy, squander another year. It's not going to work next year, year, period. They're well, not a Super Bowl contender because they're having a new offense and they need a quarterback. They're in quarterback. They have a quarterback problem, for yeah. sure. I mean, yes. it's no, we know that. They have a quarterback yeah. problem. Um, right. You know, and They've got many pieces to fill. 
Right. Yeah. You know, so, outside of quarterback, we know what the holes are in defense. It's the middle linebacker and maybe like the interior lineman, right? Because Cam's old, right? So, focusing on the offense, would you say it's more of a concern with the offensive line to get after a push for the running game? Or would you say drops Johnson getting replaced with somebody more consistent on the other side of picket would be more? Uh, what I what I, how do I want to say would be more uh, return of investment if, as they go into the draft here. Would you go after lineman or wide receiver if the quarterback that we want isn't there? I think that's why they're in trouble because they don't know which one they are. You just explained that the problem right there. Are they going to be that power running team or are they going to be a pass? Well, team? Arthur Smith, know. his philosophy is that and it matches Tomlin. They want to be a run first team. You know, then you go after lineman. Right. Then you go after road graders. I agree. Yep. You know, yep. that's what you so do. that's either that that's one of the two centers Eddie and I have identified. Ed pointed out the uh power the Oregon Oregon Ducks guy. What was it? Yeah. Power or something? JPJ or what it was. Yeah. And then uh the other guy from uh West Virginia. West by God, Virginia. Yeah, but somebody's but the West Virginia guy is more of that road grader we're talking yeah. about. But the, the Oregon guy, he could road grade. But he also could pull yep. out, and he gets ahead of the the running backs in space. Like he's he like a third awesome He can fly up and down the line. Somebody who's listening to our podcast because the last two mocks I read had them taking Power Johnson in the first, and then Cooper from Texas A and M in the second, which we predicted over and over again. Well, that's the middle linebacker, right? Yep. Yeah. Very fast guy. He's expected to run low, low four four, high four three at the combine. Yeah. One other thing, guys, you know, I forgot to mention, you know, I didn't even mention Russell Wilson. I mean, what do you think about him? I mean, what, you know, I mean, there's, there's, how about Chad Ochocinco on the Shannon Chap uh, Nightcap podcast saying, little birdie he's heard uh, says Russell Wilson's going to go to the Steelers. We're going to know in two weeks once the combine ends. Two weeks from tonight. Right. We're going to know. Combine will be over. We'll be in early March. We'll be a week away from the start of the new NFL year. And we're going to know because right now they're doing right now. They just opened the two week period to do fifth year options. And I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard all the big fifth year option moves yet, but that's what this two weeks is about. So now we're going to find out if, if they give Najee the, the uh, fifth year option or not. Right. Yeah. And his, his price, I think is 5.65 million. I think the price for his fifth year option. Right. I think that's worth it at this point. I know that they're up against the cap and whatnot. And I know what Najee's done. I know what we said on here, but, I think that that is a very negotiable amount or a, a deal to have him stay for five you know, mil. It's kind of weird too, because you figure all the new coaches, do they actually sit in there on the South side? They all get in and watch tape. And does Tomlin go around to each one of the new people and say, you know, cause that, that's fresh eyes. Obviously that's why you get new coaches, right? Fresh eyes, right? new approaches, an unbiased look at your team. Does he allow Arthur Smith to look there and say, you know, what do you, you evaluate the team and you tell me who's worth what does he do that? Does his ego allow him to do that? That's the question. How do you not do that? I, I, how, how do they end up with the same bad players over and over again? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have some type of structure, some type of process, right, you don't just willy-nilly go with what you feel and the gut feelings on this thing. There's analytics all through it all that, that whittles right. it down to what you're looking for, to up to including the scheme. So if they the offensive coordinator is not weighing in on what he wants, like you said, more of the same then. Nothing will change. Well, the offense coordinator is going to look at it and say, I like the way, just for an example, I like the way 30 is a one-cut runner. I designed my way. Or I like it the way that, you know, 22 goes up the middle. You know, that's what they're there for, right? 
Right. You know, they're not going to use names necessarily, but I'm saying there's still one decision maker at the end, clearly, because that's right. why you get the same bad players over and over again. Why did you get a punter that can't punt? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, In the sixth round, Edward. Yeah. But he can't punt. No, right. he can't. I agree. He, he put them in the he, issues, and they're still yeah. on the team. That's he put that defense in some very bad field positional yes. issues this year. Yes. How, how do you get? How do you get players that have trouble catching the football when their one job is to catch the football? Right. Like, I mean, how do these players? Because there's one. That's if you do analytics and all that, half the team wouldn't be there. Honestly, they really wouldn't. <laughs> their, their run block ratio, their pass block ratio, win ratios are down. You know, none of them would be there. They right. really wouldn't. Yeah. The number of drops over the couple seasons, that guy wouldn't be there if you're doing analytics, right? Oh, absolutely. Agreed. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm wondering if they've moved to the point in the steel organization where they finally move away from allowing Tomlin to dominate everything and realize that they're tired of losing. It's got to happen eventually. If they don't bring a quarterback in who has a name, it, they're just, that's a sign to the fans that they don't, they're just going to lose. It, it just is, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to have ten down the stretch, you know. Again, now, when you say lose, they're going to be at 500 still, and they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs next year. But they're still That's not what never a contender in the any Super Bowl in any any foreseeable future. Right? I didn't say Super Bowl. I said first round of playoffs. <laughs> That's, That's the standard you. now. Come on, come on, Ed. That's that what's going to happen, standard. Eddie. Right? That, That's what they're trend. going for. If they don't change anything. Like they're not going to lose, and then nobody's going to really like cut bait and run as fans, and they're going to still be hanging on there. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about what that. Do I don't know. If I were a fan of the Steelers, I would cut bait already because it's just it's not going anywhere. It's just like the Pirates. You know, the Pirates aren't going anywhere. See, time to tank. Uh, the 2025 quarterback class is going to be highlighted by Shador Sanders, who who can play, who is a legitimate yep. quarterback. Yeah. He can play. There's no doubt about Put that. Put the tail of tape on him, Ed. Time to tank. Time to tank. Yeah. I mean, what's uh, that? What's his? What's his height? What's his hand size? What, what do you know about him? He's about six two, two twenty. He's big, and he can play. He can really play. He can. I mean, he, he's getting tutoring by the goat. I mean, that's what he does. Well, what kind of arms do you have? Is he a, a, a Farv or is he a uh, lay it in there guy? John says, if I were a Steelers fan, I would have no problem with it. I would agree. Yeah. He is a he has it both. He really does. He can fire the ball and he can he's got good touch. The kid yeah. can honestly play. He can. He really can. Well, can so they scouted point, him Bill. last year. They scouted him last yeah. year. They were at one of to John's teams. point, Bill, staying at five hundred and staying where we're at, I, I, you can't leave, right? Because they're not losers like the Pirates, right? They're not like under five hundred. They're at or over five hundred every year for the last. <laughs> we'll add another no, year onto that right now, right? That's comparing apples to oranges. I mean. So. Well, Eddie that, did it. That doesn't tell yeah, the story. They're just not gonna. It's if they if they don't bring a name quarterback in, it's gonna be it's gonna be laughable. It truly what, is. No, what it comes down to, they're either gonna be nine and eight, ten and seven, needing help to get back in the playoffs, or somehow, some way, just getting in as a wild card, maybe winning a wild card game, but not going much farther than the divisional round. I mean, I, that's unless Pickett turns it on and something happens, so, right? So who, who can they beat? They can't beat Kansas City. That's what I'm talking about. They can't. They can't beat they're not, they're, that's or, my or point. I, my point is they're not. They can maybe win one playoff game, maybe a wild card. That's it. They, okay. But I don't think they can because they can't beat well, any of those teams. Maybe. Maybe they could. Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they could get there again. You know. 
not going to beat you'd Miami. Have, they they needed help. You'd have to have multiple year, players you know, make leaps, yeah. right? You'd have to have Benton make yes. a leap. You'd have to have Porter Jr. make and a leap, right? You'd have to find a strong safety that's solid. You need a middle linebacker. How the hell are we going to do all that with all those well, holes? In 10 and you 7, I don't think it's great guard. Yeah. Sorry. T 10 and 7, we, we lucked out this year. The stars aligned. We had teams lose. And you know, ten and seven isn't going to win in this division. You're not going to do much in this division. No. If if barely, you're, you might not even make the playoffs. As we saw, they barely made it. They needed help to get in. So um, I don't know. I mean, I you know, I would like to think I I want to see somebody come in that's a formidable quarterback that can give Kenny Pickett a run for his money. And uh, you know, it's either gonna it's either he's going to get replaced. Or he's it's going to bring the best out of him, and there's going to be a true and QB competition. Yeah, and remember, yeah. you also didn't have to play Burrow last year; he was hurt. Right, he got two yeah. easy games oh, against yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. You didn't have to play Lamar. Very true. You didn't yeah. have to play half the team. No, you're right. I mean, it, that's not going to happen yeah. this year. That's why I'm saying there, I don't even think. No. I mean, the record's going to be. This might be the first year where there's going to be trouble to be under 500 because it's a tough schedule. You know. You, you okay, had, so with that, then Bill the Titans. Yeah, we go under five hundred. Is, is that time to move on from Tomlin no. once they go under five hundred once? Well, I mean, that's where, where that's you know. Would that be enough for, it, the, it's for a bunch Tomlin's of the fan base call. to jump ship? Well, it's Tomlin's call when he leaves. That's it's not you know. So that's that's where we're you know it's it's not that's not going to do it. In my but that's not a winning that's not a winning formula in any in it any isn't. at all. No, it isn't. That's why I, that's why I'm wondering why does he have so much power? Like, how can you unequivocally state that Kenny Bickett is QB one? Unless you're just simply doing it in pencil on paper, right? If you have the if you have the the, the depth chart on the on the chalkboard and you just because you only have one quarterback and you just oh, okay we're gonna put Kenny well, Pickett here because you can't object, you can't say he's number one because he's not no and you know hey there's some re there's reasons why I I don't think he's the guy you know. Number one, he said 24 starts and he's thrown 13 touchdowns. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you know. 16. He's, he's 16 and 16. 16 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Okay. Well, I must have. It doesn't matter. Control. Keep going. Okay. But anyways, um, you got me all messed up here. See? Nothing's right. over. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> yeah, he's on a roll. But no, um. You know, and, and the, this whole thing about you know his some of his things he did last year, I really wasn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. I didn't look at him as being a leader. You know, saying he he's you know sitting up in the press box. I learned nothing. You know, I didn't learn anything. You know, not even addressing the media, ducking out. You know, that to me was not. That's not how. If you're a true number one quarterback and the leader of this team, you don't do stuff like that. You know. But, but the uh, media, I still don't understand. I don't care if a player addresses the media or not. I, if a player ducks the media, oh well. I think like it's not a prerequisite to be a leader is to talk to the media. Yeah, but it's it's the end of the game. You lose. You weren't the starter. You started the season as a starter. You come to the media and you say your name number one, and, you, and right. you just duck out. Everybody else addresses all the other people. Kim Hayward, T.J. Watt, they all address the media. You know, but you you're the you're the quarterback, the number one quarterback to boot, and you just you just often dock out and don't don't. That just not a good. A lot of a lot of people feel the same way I do. It's not just me, you know. 
it's just curious. Uh, it's curious to me uh, of the decision making process. It really, it's going to be interesting. It yeah. Truly, is. well, yeah, it's 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 confusing as to who's in control. I mean, I think we pretty much know who's in control. It's and, so and confusing. The three of us can't figure it out. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing. At number twenty, I mean, there's a fairly decent shot that JJ McCarthy will still be available for Michigan. Right. Yeah, John, draft the QB at number 20. You're going to have a Bo Nix. You're going to have a, a lot of people who started for a long time, right? They're going to be there at 20. You know, they called it a genius move because New Orleans didn't see the worth in Kenny Pickett. Kenny, yeah. You know, and they when they drafted up, they didn't see the worth in Kenny Pickett. They took Alave instead. That should have been a, a flag to every team below, right, because they had just lost Drew Brees. They needed a quarterback. That should have been a red flag to everybody. But apparently yeah. they all ignored it. Well, mostly just the Steelers because another quarterback wasn't taken for a couple rounds. John, yeah, it's it's McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the combine's going to tell you what you need to know, right? They're going to have the interviews. They're going to have all that. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks. There are a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. You, know? you say that, but wasn't it Tom Brady whose combine told us nothing and he was drafted real late? No, it told us everything we needed to know. He was slow and intelligent. <laughs> I mean, he came out. His interviews were off the chart. His his he was just slow. I mean, he had, he threw the ball very well. He was just very slow. You know. Well, so yeah. it'll be interesting. Although that new test they have, other than the Wonderlick, I mean, it clearly mm-hmm. failed with because CJ yeah. Stroud did horrible. Right. He got yeah. like a five or six. Or and who's that other guy? Bryce Young got like thirty-two or something. Yeah. Right. And they right. put all that stock in that new test, and it didn't pay off this time. Yeah, and that's that's Shroud's thing. on a lot better team than what uh right. There's that yeah. that, that as well that everybody forgets yeah. that he was right. kind of loaded on offense with that team. You know, he had one yeah. of the best tackles in Laramie Tunstall in the league. He had wide receivers, you know, they you know, so yeah. Uh Mike Sullivan uh promoted the senior offensive assistant. Did you see that? Goes from win. QB coach, the senior offensive assistant. And the quarterback's coach they got was from Carolina. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina's quarterback didn't do shit last year. But <laughs> the Steelers have him now. Right. Yeah, it's going to be I, – I, I, honestly, I have no idea, man. No idea. No idea either. It's, we're going to see. We're going to we're gonna see. More to follow. Crucial for the NFL. Yeah. All right, let's go around the NFL here, guys. So uh, – Whip around, baby. You uh, you had a an ex Steeler hired in, in the uh, Lions coaching staff, the Shea Townsend, uh, joining Terrell Williams and Jim O'Neill defensive coaching staff. So, retooling. You already had uh, what's his name up there? Who's Antoine it, uh, Randall? Antoine Randall. Yeah, it was the wideouts coach up there. Yeah, those are two solid guys. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, and then uh, you know we we talked about Garoppolo. How about that? Uh, suspends him. There, you got suspended for violating the pet the PED policy. Actually, what he do you hear? What he did though? No, it was a prescription drug. So it's only up and up. He just didn't alert the NFL that he was on a prescription drug, okay. and that's a no no. So it's not really anything big. Okay. It's just that every time you take a prescription drug, you have to alert the NFL, and he didn't. Okay, well, I read the whole story. Shame on I mean, you. That that's a dude that's you know, he's not he, you know he's not doing you know Dynaball or something, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know he's he's Jimmy Porn for a reason. Right. Know? Maybe yeah exactly <laughs> maybe maybe the blue pill but that's about it. 
He, exactly. John says John he needs. Said he needs, he needs yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Maybe it'll help him. Uh, help him not get injured. Maybe. Injured yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe he should do some uh, D balls to get himself uh, right. recovered better. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, that guy, fragile, <laughs> fragile. He's Italian. Must be, in many must ways. be Italian. <laughs> he is Italian. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Ever seen a commercial with his grandma? I always like that one. Yeah. Uh, Clinton yeah. Kubiak, uh, uh, name uh, named offensive coordinator for the Saints. Uh, yeah. You guys saw that. So that's the that's a guy the Steelers were supposed to interview. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um yeah. What uh Keep whipping, baby. I don't know. I, what else? What, what other NFL news? I didn't see. Um, it's pretty been pretty slow in the wire. Anything else? I'm sure there's been a bunch of players released. Yeah. Well, I did see that Chooks of for wasn't completely off the books yet. Right. He's going to be, though. Yeah, they said they released him, but he's not off the books is what I read today. Yeah. Well, that just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a threshold, isn't there, Ed? Like a certain day they go past, they get bonuses and things, right? Oh, yeah, but that's when the league year starts. It's transfer didn't go through yet. It's hung up in Ipsa. Exactly. <laughs> Ipsa. <laughs> yeah, hung Ipsa. up in Ipsa. It's hung up in Ipsa. That's why it didn't go through yet. So, and there's going to be more. Still, also, it's still missing Tomlin's signatures. Tomlin didn't sign. <laughs> The next, the next four weeks you're going to have before the league year opens, tons of players are going to get released. <laughs> Tom is locked up. <laughs> His cat card's locked. <laughs> he can't sign. Entered his pen yeah. way too many times. So. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, am I missing any news that, other than that? Was there anything else? Combine's coming up hard and fast. Billy. Yeah, that's, Combine's that's coming up next week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lucas Field, so that'll be yeah. uh, that'll be interesting. So we'll be there. there. Yeah, oh, we're we gonna be there next John year. Leonard Floyd out of Buffalo. Yeah, oh, yeah. He can still play though. I liked him originally out of Florida. He's a good player. Yeah, he was in in my he was in uh, what do you call it L.A. too, and I think Chicago as well. What about that Arasia guy, that punter? Oh, the punt god. He's yeah. free and clear, ready to be signed. I saw. I I forgot. I read something about the Steelers looking at him, but I I don't know. I I don't even know how old that guy is or anything. Twenty. He's still. I mean, he's only. He was a rookie last year with the Buffalo Bills till they had to release him. Oh so really? Yeah. He, they drafted him. He's what twenty three. I mean, I'd hire the guy in a second. He was completely cleared it, but he wasn't even in the vicinity when the when that happened with that. Guy. I remember you telling us. That's how we know his name. I forgot all about that till you started talking. The punt guy. The guy can really really punt. Whoever gets him is going to get a hell of a punter. Yeah. All right. Let's transition to the Penguins here. Um, let's go Pens. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. You know, that Sunday, I don't know how you lose that game. I really, you know, you had the whole Yarger, you know, retiring. You would think that those guys would come out like gangbusters and, you know, um, it, it just, yeah, the opposite. You give up a shorthanded goal. Um, you know, in the third. right. Last night, another team that needs to tank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kyle Dubas came out today and said that, uh, 
you know, he's he's basically said uh, everybody but Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are on the table. I mean, he didn't come out right out and say that, but basically, he he basically, you know, he didn't come out right out and say it, but he said it. Um, I, you know what? At this point in time, I'm happy that the I'm trade dead. What's that? Go ahead. No, what were you saying? Go ahead. Don't call him go ahead. Look, Crosby's the only name. That's it. Everybody else. Bye-bye. It's time. I think I'm I mean, agreeing with Eddie on this one, finally. I, I didn't like it when he was talking about Malcolm before, well, it, which could have made sense. It's not me but... saying it. It's not me I saying it. I, it I it's, I, I'm not saying I'm, – I'm in agreement with you. You're just, I, you're I, just I, reporting with the news. Right. I mean, I they should have got rid of uh, Malcolm a while ago, you know? Um, well, to stay relevant, you, you have to. Yeah. No, I, I'm with yeah. you. I, I think, you know – but what are they scared of, like, losing an icon? Like, I don't understand, because if we're seeing it, how are they not? There, there must you know be what? something tied to, to – uh, it's got to be tied to to uh, attendance, because that's the only thing that makes sense. Well, and let me just say something about Mike Sullivan. You know, th- this – his performance, you know, it, 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 it's, it's fair to say that, that since the new year, what they've done since the new year would get much, most coaches – Fired. Most most coaches would be fired. Crash and burn. Um, you know they've won six and lost twelve in that span. Um, yeah. You know, last night, you know, should have never lost that game. You know, Brock Nelson. This guy kills the Penguins all the time. You know, uh, Malkin. You know, towards the end of that power play, uh, you know. Fumbles the puck. Barzell comes out of the box on a breakaway, buries it. I mean, how does that happen? Lazy, Malcolm. You know, it, it just comes down to just you know. Lazy incompetent. Eh? It's what yeah. the French call lazy incompetent. <laughs> I mean, but, he, he's Russian. The Russians are lazy. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, on defense, not on offense. Yeah. Hey, you, 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 the one that plays for your team, it can is a prime example of that. I mean, yeah. So, oh, yeah. we got we got my boy Costas. What's up? What's going on, <laughs> brother? The man. Uh, although, uh, although the guy that that's plays my for my team, right there, that's my bud yeah. right there. The guy that plays for my team since the All Star break, since the nine games since the All Star break, nine games, eight goals. So he's yeah. looks like he's rested and right. Well, cherry picks. That's you know cherry. Yeah, picks. cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. he's just like Lemieux. Who that's all Lemieux did. Hung out at the blue line, waited for the puck, and that was it, buddy. I'm good, I mean, brother. How are you zero, doing? zero defense. I remember watching him. Remember Robbie Gold, Bobby Gold? I remember watching yeah. him play Bobby Gold one time. I was ice level when Bobby Gold kicked his little horse. You know, these guys are lazy. Think about it. Did Gretzky ever play defense? Gretzky ever throw his weight around? No. no. Not no. at all. No. You know, you want no, him for their, their job, goal scoring. I agree. He's the best natural goal scorer we've you know, in a long time. I agree with you. I'm doing yeah. good, brother. How are you? Nice to awesome. nice to see you, man. Great AG. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Bill's nice. an agger. He's an agger. Yeah. He's an AGR. But um All right. no, honestly, hey, I think they ought to I think they ought to break up the core. I've said it before. I you know, Crossy wants to stay. I think you I think you just, you know, uh keep them there and I think you you, you add pieces. Um Here's the I thing. think you, if you do that, it's Crosby and you keep Gensel then. Yeah. And it's Malkin and Latang gone. They've had 23 one goal games this season. They've won seven and they've lost 16. That's, That's I mean, the story. Can't, 
I mean, and, and it was funny because last night that guy basically said that to Mike Sullivan and Mike Sullivan jumped down his throat, which I thought was, you know, unprofessional, unprofessional. And, and he was kind of, uh, you know, he Being got, the, he, well, yeah, he, he prick of the year award. I should have went to him with that one. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I thought that was a legitimate question and, you know, like it's almost like he he's mad at the situation he's taking it out on this reporter. No, right. how about yeah. you like look in the mirror and, and evaluate yourself and and fix this? Yeah, they can't fix the power play. I mean that power play, guys. Uh, you're zero for three again last night. You're. You, I mean it, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Waste of money to get yeah. Carlson. Waste and, of money. And let me tell you something about it. You lost in overtime. They don't. They don't. They don't work on three on three. They even admitted to that. He's, they even admitted they don't they don't work on three and three in practice. How do you, how the hell do you not work on three and three in practice? It's like, part of I, the game, right? I, I don't. I, yeah. I mean, did you see that goal? Like the two of them looked at each other. Nobody touched them, and then the guy just slung it over the goalie's shoulder. Like, yeah. come on in, do whatever yeah, well, you want. And then Carlson, don't I mean, mind me. I mean, Carlson, what were you trying to do? Back it off the the back. What were you doing? Backing it off the net? Like, I mean, that was just you know. Nadalkovich, he played a bad game last night. I mean, it, it's just you know. But the defense was very sus the whole game. I mean, well, they've been. The, I actually they always are now. They've been sus the entire year and watched the game, and I could not believe how poor they played because I was trying to watch the Caps, but it was like six to two over the Devils. They were killing them. Mm-hmm. So and it wasn't a close game. So I watched mainly the Penguins, and I, I just couldn't believe how poor that defense was. I really couldn't. I mean, well, when there's you have, no net pressure. Tracy's been screaming for his entire yeah. life. You know, there's nothing. I, I, hey, I'm not gonna tell. You, I'm not gonna tell you. You know, the Carlson thing hasn't worked well in the playoffs or on the on the power play. But I'm gonna tell you something. He is a he is a skilled and fast defenseman. He really is, and so is Latang. And and that and that should give him the a big edge on three and three. And it hasn't. I don't understand why it it, it hasn't. Well, one's yeah. thirty-three and one's thirty-six or thirty-seven. I mean, there's there, there's that, right? I mean, these are older players. I mean, yeah. they, Malkin, they just don't. Malkin. It looks like he want like he wants no parts of three on three. Like he thinks no. it's stupid and he doesn't want to be out there. Right, and that's kind of not hockey. And I'll give you the the older player thing until Crosby was lighting it up, and he's still playing at a high level right here. Like I, I think We're age. Not talking about Crosby. We're not talking well, okay. about. Okay. Well, so now let's Those skew the results to what you want to talk about. Those guys are old. Yeah, that's that. We got to keep that stat out of there. Yeah. What's Crosby going to score this year? How many? What's he on? I don't know. Drop your balance, buddy. It's two in the morning. He's on pace. He's on pace for forty-nine goals. I mean, he's not going to come close. Right. I mean, he's just not. I mean, honestly, I looked. I don't know. He scored from the the top of the circle on that goal. He slung it up in that corner. That's stuff he's not doing. He's doing lots of things well. I look at your AHL affiliate. Which I was studying just before we got on. Oh my goodness, are they bad? Right, I mean, they you are have bad. no talent. The talent is gone. Yeah, I mean, you're years. You're talking to Wheeling Nailers, right? No, yeah, I'm talking about your no, main. Talking about the baby penguins. Oh God, it's sorry. Yeah. It's bad. It is bad. I mean, I, and then I watched all the all the teams that have uh, people playing college hockey. Every team had a minimum of three. Yep, cupboard's bare. You know, Penguins have one dude playing in college hockey. That's it. I mean, every other team's got three and four players playing college hockey. You guys got – there's nothing in Wilkes-Barre. I, I just – you know, again, what's the priority of FSD? Yeah. 
John. Rightfully. John. Yeah. Well, I, you know, Ed, he has 31 goals right now. I mean, I, I he's going to get the I, – I think he gets to at least 45. I, yeah. I, you know, I think he does, you know. You got he thirty-one to destroy games. Destroy the left, team right? two, three years. He's need. They need to do the same thing that the Blackhawks did, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the Blackhawks got three, three in this century as well, and they, you know, they're back right back with it. Right. And, and you know, yeah. Crosby wants to stay. He even said that he came out this year and says he wants to. And I believe him. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. Um, but I think you need to dismantle the core. You need to dismantle the team, and you need to try to build around them. And if that's going to take two to three years. I think Crosby can play five to six. Yags even said that. He's like, this guy could play five or six more years. Yags could could probably – he's probably a, a good uh, judger on that, being that he's 52 and he's still playing in the Czech Republic. So, you know. Well, I mean, as long but, as you don't – you know, I don't know. I mean, defense, I – Yags didn't play defense. Well, and you don't have – yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, he just didn't. That's why you know, you're ranking the Penguins right now ranked 30th in power play. 30th. Yeah. They have a, you know what their power play conversion rate is? 13.7. 13.7 conversion rate. That that's that guys, that is you know, do you realize how bad that is? Yeah. Do you realize I mean that is like the worst of the worst. I mean, you don't get much worse than that. You really don't. I mean, you actually they need somebody laugh. in front of that goalie disrupting him. It, it's actually laughable. It's actually laughable. How how bad that that power play is. Lucky for Penn's Olympics and Four Nations tournament for Crosby, he can win there. Yeah, that's you know. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you something right now. We've been spoiled, okay? We've been spoiled. I mean, you, you, when you look at you know, we're a team that came in in the '67 expansion. We've won five Stanley Cups, okay? You know, I, I mean, the Leafs, John. I mean, I hate to throw salt in the wounds, but John knows this. Leafs haven't haven't won since 67. Yep. Right? I mean, you you like the Bruins. Bruins, you know, they have six six titles. They're an original six. They won in 71, they won in 11, and they haven't won since then. You know, we've been incredibly lucky to have John says, how dare you? Oh John, you know you you bring it up all the time. <laughs> but um He's but just showing no. us some love, John. Some love. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, my my point is, is we've, you know, we we bitch and moan about the Penguins. We, you know, hey, they've had a lot of success here. I mean, they've had a lot of success. 91, 92, 09, 2016, 2017. Yeah, granted, they haven't won a series since 2018, and that's a problem. That's that's an issue for me. They haven't won. A, where have we heard that before? Where have we heard that before? Who's been telling you this? I mean, <laughs> yeah, as an objective observer, I mean, this city is is going to be done for maybe decades. I mean, no. maybe decades. Yeah. Pirates are done forever. Steelers <laughs> likely are done for probably a couple decades because they have no quarterback at all. And the Penguins need to find a Crosby, which that, they don't come around that often. Right? I mean, they just don't. And you have no, you have no youth. The youths. The Utes ain't here. Which the, the, two Utes. the two Utes. The two Utes. What, what I said. What? what did you say? The two uh, Utes. Utes. What, 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 what? The two uh, Utes. The two Utes. <laughs> Mr. Gambini, I want to see you in my chambers. <laughs> oh, Lord. But no, I mean, it, this is just, you know, 
You thought I was banging. You thought I was banging on the penguins. All I was doing was looking at. Oh, we got Ralph Williams chiming in. Yeah, With the talent yeah, the Penguins yeah. have, it's sad. The power play is what it is. It is. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you add, you add, you know, I mean, you add Carlson, who. But you're adding an past, identical piece. That's the problem. I, I kept know, but in, in the past has been, a, in a, you know, he was a, a great point man for power plays. And the, the power play has been worse. It's literally gotten worse. So would he even want to stay here at this point? I mean, he has to know that, right? Why would he want to stay and, and not to get achieve rid of what he did? It's going to be hard so to get money. rid of him. And you, yeah, you're going to eat much. some of that. Yeah, and it, that's the issue. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say this right now. If they can get rid of Gensel, it prob- they probably should get rid of Gensel. Uh, Daniel? Daniel. Yo, he always says, yo. Yo, yo Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean they have to give it again. So you got to you got to get pieces, man. But the thing, well, here's the thing: he's hurt now, so everybody's going to want to discount. Well, him. here's the thing, though: you're, right? if he walks in the off season, you'll still save cap money with him. Sure, but I'm saying you know. that people are going to want a discount on the trade because he's hurt. Well, yeah, absolutely. He ran wild. He well, at this point, I think you start yeah. filling up the farm with whatever you get. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I know they help now, but geez. Yeah. Well, my, my, thing, my thing with with Carlson. Is you don't add a like piece to your team because it doesn't do you any good unless yeah. unless you you know you have some unique position he's going to play which they didn't and, right? and you know Jaru is all but out the door and then Kyle Dubas comes in and signs in the five years how is that possible and like I, I brought up to Jim in, in our uh, hockey show last night I said after the 2021 se- series when he cost them that Islander yeah. series that was the time to part ways with him of course that was literally the time to part ways with him and they you know. Yeah. And then to add insult to injury, well, you hold on to him. You know, Hextall and, and Burke holds on to him. And then, oh, Kyle Dubas comes in and, oh, let's sign him for five years. What, you know, this is. And the then what's they, who has the most shutouts this year at goalie, Bill? Well, he did. And he's played well. He's played, but well, he didn't play well. Not over. He's, been, he's been inconsistent. He's been vastly inconsistent. Now, he has, played, he has played well in the last, I would say, 16, 17 starts. He's played very well. He's kept. But I think you would concur that that we don't care what he does in the regular season. It's what he does in the playoffs. Correct. And if they can't even get to the playoffs, then why do we even have him? Right. Hold, Penguins are holding on to Latang, Malkin, and Crosby to try and win a Stanley Cup, just like the Steelers had held on to Ben and never got a third Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's not going to be. I mean, they don't have a shot at all. I mean, there's no shot. No, and I mean you. It, hey, I said it before last night. I I told John in our hockey show. I said this game is is pivotal. You've got thirty games left. I said you you've got to win at least twenty of them to even have a shot of getting into playoffs. I think and when I, we did the math, we said it was seven. They had to win and almost in a row to even just get back in yeah. and be contending. And they lost two or three. <laughs> yeah. Again, See, we, we we know what the problem is it's an older team. Well, yeah, it's an older team. They get outskated. I mean, it's just it, – it's, you know. But uh, and then what, what do you do when you look on the bench and you, and you got dragging old dudes? Who do you go to? You can't. You don't go to anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's the same – and the only reason I, I'd say trade is you look at other organizations in other sports that, that reload and keep relevant for years, and they trade stars. You know, they trade yeah. and they get back stars. I mean, yeah, there's examples of it. Look at basketball. Lakers went out and got stars. You know, sucked yeah. for a while, went out and got stars, right? Look yeah. at it in football. 
I mean, New England traded stars constantly. People th- yeah. thought they were crazy. I So I want to put this – I want to throw this out to you. So Mark Madden put this stat out, which which I remember this guy. You could, Do you guys remember Eric Christensen that used to play for the yeah. Penguins? Okay. Yep. So he was, you know, nondescript bottom six forward, right? He played 143 games for the Penguins from 2005 to 08. Okay. But he was awesome in shootouts. I mean, this guy – I've never seen a guy who was just – you know, Mr. Automatic and shootouts. He converted 14 of 23 while playing for for Pittsburgh at a 60.9 success rate, okay? Christensen wouldn't necessarily fit in Sullivan's 200-foot mold, but he was responsible for winning more games than the current Penguins' entire bottom six combined. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, stun, I really stunned you guys with that. Boy, you're speechless. Well, you remember uh, when we played the, the Young Pens played against the uh, Red Wings, and we won. There was a uh, one player that was from the bottom six who scored two goals in that game seven, if I'm not mistaken. One was a slap shot. One was just a uh, dirty puck, right? Yeah. Bottom six, two goals, won us a damn cup. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I, I, you know, Sullivan's future, in my opinion, it's got to be carefully, you know, I guess carefully examined, if you want to say. Hey, what the hell was his name? It was, what's his name? He did this in Philadelphia. Oh, Tal- Talbot. Max Talbot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I think, Talbot. <laughs> I think Sullivan's a good coach, but I'll tell you what, he's, he's, it's not, he's not living up to the, you know, today's present day performance, not living up to it, in my opinion. There's, well, there's what have you done for me lately? He's not meaning right. that standing. No, he's not. I agree. He, his staff, he and his staff have been, you know, lacking in in certain areas. And I didn't, I didn't think that that was real good. What he did last night to that reporter, I thought that was a little bit, you know, snap. But again, like it's that. the same exact thing with the Steelers. You, you need a new yeah. voice. Nobody's willing to do it. It's just blah. It's going to be like this. We're going to do this five years from now. Blah 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 blah. And there's going to be nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you have to drastically change things. You really do to get yeah. some sort of success. I mean, Sullivan right. came in because they did a drastic change, right? Yeah. I mean, well, that scenario needs to be, you know. And do you do you want to do a, a Michael Terrian situation where you're because his contract, you know, it's reported it's five point five per year, and it runs through the twenty six twenty seven season. So that that factors in big too. So with that. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be complicated for Dubas. He's got his work cut off for him. There's a lot of decisions he's going to make. And here's the problem. He's kind of the default owner of the team, right? Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, it's so that's why I think it's just so strange. Yeah. He's there. He's the face of the yeah. team, basically, because who else is? Who's the, who's the president of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Crickets. Yeah. And you're fans, yeah. right? Crickets. Right. I mean, yeah. that's the problem, you know? Right. I mean, I no, never would have done I mean, the Dubas deal. I never would have done the the uh, Carlson. Everybody, oh, gotta have Carlson. Oh, you don't. You don't get. Right. You don't get similar. And I, I, you know, and close in age too. You're talking a 33 year old, 10 million dollar player, or 10.7, whatever he makes. He well, I like him. the idea of Carlson with how often Latang was getting hurt, if you would. So I didn't think that was a bad idea. But now that I'm seeing him in there, it's just not working. Like whatever thought they had. It, it is not there. It is not coming to fruition what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, Dubis is the, he is considered the president of hockey operations. So, right. Yeah. He yeah, is completely. Yeah. Yeah. Matthews yeah. And, and Max Miner. Yeah. 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 Right. 
Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Real quick, uh, did you see the beloved villain uh, passed away? Uh, Paul D'Amato. Uh, he played Dr. Hook, Cook McCracken in the classic uh, slap shot. You remember oh, yeah. Dr. Hook? Oh, yeah, yeah, he just passed away over the weekend. So, jeez. Oh, apparently, he owned a ski shop in Vermont. So, there you go. Oh, that now, sounds had, fun. Had, Billy, uh, have you been working on your transition music at all or no? Had a four year <laughs> battle with progressive severe nuclear palsy, a rare brain disease. Wow. Played hockey at Emerson College in Boston while studying acting. So, can't uh, Yeah. So, all right. I got to, we got to talk about Yager. So, yeah. Um, I just want to say, guys, that was to me that they couldn't have done it any better. That ceremony, uh, I, I thought it was great. Well, I they thought it was, the, they could have won the game. They could have won the game. <laughs> I agree. You know, and that's the thing. I said that. You know, their their mediocrity mediocrity was was overshadowed by this whole ceremony. I mean, yeah. it really that whole weekend. Really, I mean, they he was in town. He had been in town. I mean, he just left today. He played with you the know, team. Practiced with the team. Yeah, he was he on, and I mean, boy, I mean, he can still skate. Did you see some of those yes. drills he was doing? I mean, I, I you know, he still he, he owns European, his dad's man. Yeah, he owns his dad's team. Uh, his dad passed away last year. And by the way, you know, I, I think that they could have done this a little bit sooner. You know, I this was long overdue retiring his number. I mean, this this guy to me, you know. I mean, he he really he had this he carried this franchise on his back for a while, and I just I, I you know I I think this was long overdue. I I understand why there was some a little bit of animosity, you know, with the whole, you know when he left in 01, you know he made the comment dying alive, and he didn't you know didn't want to be here anymore. But you know, I just uh, it's a shame his dad. You know, I know his mom was there, his girlfriend. I thought it was great. I tell you what, when he took the ice in uniform uh, in pregame, like I, I, it was like I transported back to like 1998. Like you just was like, you know, seeing him out there. I mean, I was just, uh, you know, seeing him and his mom. His mom was crying and how you know, seeing his his awesome. jersey. Yeah, her, see his jersey number get get you know raised to the to the Raptors. I thought it was great. I mean, I just I thought it was you know. Speaking about retired numbers, how about your beloved Steelers still haven't retired Terry Bradshaw's number? Well, what yeah, is, and that's yeah, and that he, is an actual criminal act. Oh, I know it is, but uh, criminal act did not. I mean, that shows but, you where the franchise is. Yeah, I mean, just that's the state of the franchise. Yeah, well, let's let's talk Yager here. We can we can talk. <laughs> Yaga. But, you know, when I look at it, I mean, he for eleven years he was either the best player in hockey or the second best player in hockey. When Lemieux was playing, you know, he he started to make his mark on one of the league's all time greats. I mean, you know, I, I just look at some of the things that he did. You know, I mean, it's it's his overtime goal in the ninety one playoffs against uh, against the New Jersey. I mean, the, the that, that comes that comes to mind. You know, when he stepped up, when Lemieux got slashed by Brian Leach in, in the 92. Broke his hand. Yeah. Yep. You know, he 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 stepped up. He put the team on his back. You know, uh, that goal he had, that backhand goal he had in the, in the 92, you know, in the finals against Chicago. You know, um, how about that falling down goal he had against Textile, you know, Flyers. Where which, which year was his rookie year? It was 91, right? 90. 90. Yeah. But you know, how about when he was falling down 
on his back, knocked the puck out of midair while laying on the ice against Ron Hextall. I mean, I mean, just, you know, there was just so many, you know, things that he did. His spin move on the, the left circle, though, was just out of this world. And when he got to the um, the, the world uh, what a, world rink, like he went to the Olympics and stuff like that and played in the uh, the world games and whatnot, it got even better. Like it because yeah. he had space to work it. Your ice, yeah. Yeah. And then right. and then he tried to do a secondary move that didn't work there because there was too much space. And when he came back to the NHL, I actually understood his move at that point. But he was really good at that move and was able to just peek out defenders left and right off of that circle. Yeah. To me, his, his to me, his great his great greatest moment as being a penguin, in my opinion, was in ninety-nine. I mean, I remember that. I, you know, Game Six, the Eastern Conference quarterfinal. You know, the Penguins are number eight, eight seed. You had New Jersey number one. You know, New Jersey Devils. You know, were, had a three-two margin in a series. You know, not only was their season on the line, but the entire existence of the franchise was on the line. If you remember correctly, guys, you know that that team, the future of the team was very much in doubt during that time. And uh, they needed to not only win to win, force a game seven, but they, they needed to get through that second round to bring desperately needed revenue too. And uh, you case, know, straight case, homie. Yeah, but you know he had you know he had that groin injury that year. I remember you know I remember that he had that groin injury. Still won the Scorden title that year with ninety eight points, and he did it in sixty four games um, with a mullet. With a mullet and a bad groin, with a, you know? with a nice flow. <laughs> and some of you people out there wouldn't understand that because you have no groins. But <laughs> no, hey, that's Mark Madden. That's Mark Madden that always says that. All right, so that was a Maddenism. I'm. Positive. We're gonna have to get him tested for Tourette's, Eddie. Yeah, Maddenism, maybe. But no, I mean, you know, he was just, you know, like I said, he was just, he was a highlight maker. You know, I, I think Crosby is a slightly better player than him, but boy, I mean, the the, the highlights that Yager had, some of the, you know, some of the goals that he had, I mean, it, it was just, you know, he was a highlight reel. He really was, I thought. So, but yes. Uh, yes, have some. Yes, have some. Yes, have some. <laughs> But uh, Time for no, I mean, spring training hat. I I like some. I don't know whether you heard some of the stories. They, they had Brian Trottier was telling some of the stories about him. How, you know, when he first came, you know, he's like, you know, he was a young kid. He goes, here I am, like a a seasoned veteran. You know, I'd already won cups with the Islanders. I'm on the Penguins. You know, towards the end of my career, and this, you know, 18 year old guy comes in. He goes. He'd come over to my house and and play Nintendo with my kids, and you know, <laughs> like you know. But he was saying about how um, he loves sweets. Like he, he said, you know, he, I guess when he first came over here, he had he had problems like uh, adapting. So his mother came over and spent like the first couple of years with him. Yeah. And um, and Brian Trottier said he would bring in these sticky buns that she would make. And uh, he's like, they would have about an inch of syrup and icing on them. He goes, they, just, they were just, he goes, if you ate one, you'd go into diabetic shock. Like it was, just, you know. <laughs> but he said, you know, on the road when they would, when they would eat in the hotel, he's like, he would get spaghetti and he's like, he would take a like, top couple uh, tablespoons of, of sugar and dump it on the spaghetti. Like he, he just was like, he loves sweets. Like, oh, 
He eats like elf. Yeah. Well, and he also said, I love what this one. He's there was a bulk store around, I think it was in the strip district that he had taken yogurt to. And he said he Can bought he bought a thousand. <laughs> he said he bought he said he bought a thousand Kit Kats. Like he said he what? loved he bought a thousand Kit Kats. He literally went to the store and was like, I want a thousand Kit Kats. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, <laughs> and, syrup. and they said he used to say he <laughs> said one of his things he would eat he would eat like a he'd have a stash of Kit Kats before the game. And he would eat Kit Kats. He would eat Kit Kats and drink orange juice. That was his pregame like thing, you know. Oh, oh man. All that acid in your stomach for the yeah. game, then you're trying to break down the chocolate too. Yeah, I don't know, but he, it worked for him. But uh but I liked I liked his speech too. I don't know whether you saw John says a bigger version of Phil Kessel. Yeah, Phil Kessel. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly, John. Another guy who didn't play defense. But, you know, um, and I like this, the Mike Lang. You know, we all know Mike Lang for the Langisms, you know, buy shame a drink. You know, Elvis has left the building. Get his dog one, too. Yeah, scratch my back with a hacksaw. But he said, you know, when his first, I think it was either his first or second year, he said, Yager come up to me on the bus and couldn't speak English too well. He's laughing. He's he tells me this one. He goes, Hey, you should use this one. He goes, I can't remember. It was so bad. He's like, I told him, like, no, he goes, I can't use that. He's like, come to me with a better one. He says, He said, it took him a year. He said, it literally took him a year. He said, he came back and he's like, he comes to me on the bus and he's laughing. He's like laughing hysterically. And he says, <laughs> he says, he smoke. He smoked a cigar. He, he, he started laughing. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He says, he smoked him like a bad cigar. He's like, okay. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll try and use that one. I can so, work with that one. Yeah. But, you know, he was like a big kid. And he still is a big kid. I mean, you know, the guy never married. I mean, you saw, you saw his girlfriend. By the way, you know, he's 52. She's 29. I loved his, uh, in the speech, he goes, you, you know, my girlfriend doesn't remember me paying for the penguins, but I trust me. I told her all the stories. So I thought that was I thought that was funny. I use crayons. Oh. I draw picture. <laughs> yeah. It's not even right. But yeah, I mean, I I was glad that it happened. I mean, like I said, I was glad that they, uh, you know, that they they got him, you know, retired the, the number. I thought that recognize. So, yeah. So. Well, not only that, Billy, but. I'm glad he came back for closure because when he came back before and then signed with the Rangers, yeah. that had turned 90% well, of the fan base off. Well, signed with the Flyers. When he no, he was with the Rangers, then the Flyers. Wasn't it yeah, my backwards? Yeah. Well, he was with a lot of teams. He was Dallas, Calgary, Washington, uh, Washington, Boston. Uh, New York, Boston. But no, when he Boston. he was he was hinting coming back with the Penguins. <laughs> he was wicked good. Yeah, he was he, he was. It's hinting, not. He was sorry, hinting, Bill. He was hinting coming back with the Penguins, and then he signed with the Flyers, and I think that turned the right. Out. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I'm trying to remember and didn't recall correctly. Yeah. And the yeah. Penguins don't allow any stars to come back. It's in the bylaws. No, I.e., Mark Andre Fleury. No, it's not in the bylaws. That'd be very still out there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and I did you know why he, he wore sixty eight? Which I never knew this. He wore sixty eight in, in honor of his grandfather, who was killed during the nineteen sixty eight Czechoslovakian anti Soviet movement known as the Prague Spring. Yes. So, that'd wow. Be, 
That's why he wore 68. And it was funny when he played for the Devils. Uh, Lou Amarina had a uh, Lou Amarella. I'm sorry. Had a uh, <laughs> well, that's actually never mind. Really? But anyway, yeah. <laughs> They had, a, they had a rule that they couldn't wear a number past, I think, 35. And, you know, there was other guys that they had made exceptions for, but they made an exception for him to wear 68 because he, he wasn't going to come to the Devils unless he was going to be able to wear 68. So, but um, I don't know. So, but, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, what's your guy? I mean, I know I went on a long winded rant there, but I mean, I, uh, like I said, I, lo- I well love deserved. to see I thought you did pretty good there, Bill. I did. I agreed with you. I thought it was really classy, the organization. I'm glad they got some closure. Yep. Closure, baby. But, all right. Let's touch on the Pirates a little bit to close it out. And then we got a little bit of pit basketball here. So, Pirates, first uh, great spring, league. Spring training's coming, right? Yeah. Got it. Got, got my it. hat ready. You guys right. ready to go? Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that tonight we were going to break down by position, but we're, we've ran too long. So uh, next week we'll break down position. I know they got they got the uh, the Twins coming up on uh, on Saturday for Grapefruit League. We'll see what happens there. So John says they should sign Trevor Brower. He's hitting hundred on the gun. Really? He is. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, I want to I want to just touch on one thing. Okay, so I don't know whether you guys saw the story in the athletic, uh, but apparently the Pirates last year deducted money from payroll to upgrade the facilities in Bradenton, eight million dollars to be exact. So. Well, they're able to sell out Bradenton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they are. Yeah, that's true. I went. To, I went to a game there. I saw the yeah. Pirates versus the Orioles. Yeah. It was one of the greatest openings I've ever been to in a baseball game. They started off by saying the temperature. In Baltimore, Maryland, is currently 36 degrees. The temperature in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is 32 degrees. The temperature in Bradenton, Florida, is 79 degrees, and the place erupted. Sellout crowd went crazy. Wow! They have old people run the bases every on Sunday games after the game. It's it's a much better experience if you've not if you've not been there. Well, I believe you. They sell the place out, which is impressive. Yeah. So, I'd rather go to the game here where there's not too many people. I'd rather go to the game here where there's 13 people. I don't want to go where it's so out crowd. A yeah. whole bunch of people would smell like you all around me. Great. With, with what, 7,000 people? You'd rather go to a stadium with 13 to 30? 30, I cannot imagine wanting to smell 7,000 Edwards. No. 7,000 no, people is too much for you? You're going to double that, triple that when you go to the Pirates game in Pittsburgh? Like butt crack everywhere. Yes, it did. But it was good. It was a good smell. So when are we going then? Why didn't we book a trip this year? Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, I agree with John. You could get Trevor Bauer on the cheap. He did great in in the Japan League. And, I mean, you know, uh, whether or not that we – John talked tonight. We talked about this the other day. So we'll see. I think Trevor Bauer needs to go to the Oakland A's when they move to Las Vegas because then everything he wants to do is legal. Well, I don't know that they're going to move to Las Vegas (laughs) I know that, that's that that's thing's a still up show. in the yeah it's still up in the in the air. An S show, Billy. Yeah, actually, the mayor of Vegas said sh- she thinks that they had to stay in uh, Oakland. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 
and they they weren't slated to move till 2028, anyways. Right. But I think Dawn's main point there though was they could pay him the league minimum and bring him over at 100 mile an hour on the gun. That's pretty good. Yeah. Do we want to be right up the Pirates alley, right? Real quickly, yep. do we want to do the projective starters, or do we want to save that for next week? Save that for next week. Okay, we can do that next week then. Yeah, I mean, hey, we got Grapefruit League action on Saturday. I'll probably tune in just to see what's what's going on. So, but uh, you have a guest next week too. Excited about that. We do. We're gonna close. We got a we got a uh, something we wanna we got something important next week. Really important. We got somebody coming on here that uh, we can't wait. So, but uh, we'll be mentioning that here. But let's talk. Pit basketball guys, thirty-three point loss to Wake Forest last night. Um, it wasn't even that close. But I watched it. They were terrible. They were terrible. <laughs> yeah, they, they were not in the game. It wasn't as bad as the other game I watched the other night, yeah. where I watched a, a a college basketball team only have sixteen points at half. When I watched Virginia Tech versus Virginia, yeah, where it was seventy-five forty-one at the end. I've never seen, but Pitt was on the on the way to that. They were terrible. Yeah. They were not ready for that game whatsoever. Well, and I tell you what, it, it's it's it really hurt. Their, it hurt them badly. It hurt them badly. Yeah, and I mean they're looking at I they are looking at margin of loss and margin of win and in a lot of these things. And yeah. you know if you get beat by Wake Forest by thirty three points, and then like let's say Florida State, who you know is you're kind of like in neck and neck with. Let's yeah. say they they you know lose by five. You know it's going to be right. a, a different situation. You know, so I mean I tell you what, this stretch for them, mm-hmm. this these next five games is really going to determine their season. I mean it, it's it, it's it's really going to determine their season, and who knows what's going to happen. I mean I, I they thought have to go three and two. They have to go three and two. They got to be twenty wins going into the tournament. And they got to win at least one in the tournament to make the the field of sixty eight. Yeah, so you got Virginia Tech. Uh, coming up on Saturday, uh, you're at Clemson, you're at Boston College, and uh, home to Florida State. I tell you what, right there, those they've got a you know Virginia Tech's gonna be tough. Where they Virginia dismantled, Tech, yeah, exactly. They played who? Yeah, the, who did they play last? Virginia Tech, Virginia. Oh, uh, Virginia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Seventy-five, forty-one. Yeah, Virginia to um, sixteen points at half. You know, I think Clemson, I think yeah, that's that's going to be a tough game. I think Boston yeah. College is going to be – it's a winnable game. From Boston. Florida State, I think, is going to be going to be tough. Yeah, tough but winnable. NC State, I think, is a winnable game. Yeah. But, I, you know, I tell you what, they've got to close out here. It, this uh, this was not a good loss last night. Well, it's, it's never good when you lose, but not when you get blown up by 33 points especially. Yeah, they so, were never in the game. Yeah, so – but all right. Well, uh, everybody out there. So we got a guest coming on next week. Uh, former Steelers running back, Tim Morley will be joining us next week. Uh, we can't wait to, to have him on the show. It'll be awesome. So bring your uh, questions. Yeah. So, um, he was gracious enough to, uh, you know, I reached out to him. He was gracious enough to, to say, yeah, I'll, I'll come on next, next uh, Wednesday with you guys. So, uh, you know, I loved him growing up. I, uh, you know, he was, I can remember him. I can remember that 89 season, um, you know, and I was a big fan of him. I remember having his football card. It was one of the most, my most favorite football card uh, in the world. It had him, he was like running to the sidelines and his like the, 
the center, you know, stripe decal on the helmet was like literally coming off. It was like hanging, you know, it's on the, it's on the football car. And it, it, I was just like, man, that, that's Steelers football right there, you know? So, but, um, but yeah, so, but it'll be awesome to have him on the show. Uh, we have another guest, uh, that's going to be coming on mid March, uh, former, uh, Steelers backup quarterback Terry Hanratty backed up Terry Bradshaw eight years, so he's going to be uh, he's tentatively going to be coming on mid March as well. And we we got some other guests uh, in the pipeline, so we're going to have some. Uh, it's going to be very pretty awesome here. What we got coming up here, so but yeah, I think that about does it for tonight, guys. Anything we missed? I know we ran. Nope. So I think but, we're good, um, Billy. Yep. So. Well, hey, everybody, uh, tune in next week. Like I said, we're going to have our uh, our special guest, Mr. Tim Morley, st- former Steeler running back. Um, it's going to be awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, these Penguins can get uh, back on the winning uh, schneid here. And, uh, hey, we might have some more news, too, about these Steelers. And, uh, you know, pit, pit, pit basketball, too. You got to get back on the schneid here. You, you got to close out the season strong. So, All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your comments, uh, your views, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining us, and until next time, let's talk sports, friends. Thanks for watching.